fix a bad beer. I've got, I mean, I've got question or like, I've got some subjects and things to talk about, but okay. yeah, I mean, yeah, it's, it's a beer thing. So well, you made it a full on drunk fest. So not okay. yet, not yet. All right. Well, here we are. I mean, we could start. Yeah, let's get going. Okay. Here we are, episode number three. Good morning, good afternoon, and good evening, and welcome to the Newman and Payne podcast. Mm-hmm. Episode number three, this right. week's topic is? Beer. Beer. And beer is a very interesting topic. Absolutely. Because, man, everybody's version of beer is different these days. It is, and when it's whether it's uh, an IPA. Here we are with the airplanes again. Yes. Just on time. Perfect timing. So great. I wonder how this translates over the microphones and all that when you have to raise your voice. It's actually not that bad. Really? So I'm just raising my voice? Pretty much. Okay. Um, so yeah, going back to the whole beer thing, because like beer is that was the, that was a way how people fed themselves. That was a meal. Sure. You know. But but more more to that, like when we were kids, what was the, the beer your dad drank? Oh man, um, that's tough because he was. It was. It was a toss-up between Budweiser and Miller Lite. Exactly. There were only about four beers. It was kind of like channels. Well, I, th- there may have been a few more because there was. Oh, like I just hams. made that up, and I was pretty close. Okay. Maybe there were five if you're in a big city, but if you're in a small city, they're basically Miller, Coors, Bud, Miller Lite. What about hams? Olympia. That wasn't around in most places. Olympia was like out there, but. That was a version of a microbrew in the 70s and 80s. Olympia and hams. That was the artesians. So for the people who don't live in northern Nevada and they're they're listening, you know, wherever. And um, when you're there, there's a part of town. um, It's called the Wells Overpass. And when you're going north on the Wells Overpass, there's a vintage building to the left. Is there another airplane coming? Hopefully not. Um, I thought there was. Anyway, there is uh, there. There's a building to the left of the Wells overpass when going north, the top of the building has an Olympia logo. No kidding. Have you oh, ever seen cool. that? Never noticed. I'm really surprised. That's the old uh, arts, uh, it's next to the uh, the arts building. Yeah, the... I think okay. my friends uh, uh, have pitch black printing in that building right there. Oh, all right. Yeah, pitch black printing is in there and um, just- So under, where are we going with this? Underneath that is race higher exchange. But what I was saying is that the art on that building doesn't look 70s. I mean, that's like a 50s, 60s building oh, could be. that has that mural on the side. All right. So, wow, completely derailed with what you were just saying. How? So going with your dad. Yeah, Miller, of course, he, Budweiser. Miller, and that's what I remember too, was my dad was basically Miller in the tall bottles. The champagne of beers? Right, the clear bottle. Right. And when he got to basically <laughs> like a quarter inch left, he'd say, here you go, why don't you finish it? Yeah, I know, right? But I think it brought me to where I am now, and that is I don't like cold, cold beer. Like when somebody says, here's a cold Coors Light right out of the thing, I'm like, hmm. Now, granted, I have a bad history with Coors here locally, so anybody that (laughs) knows my family's history and the Coors distributorship and the owner of that knows, we didn't have Coors in our house from 1994 through ever. Uh, So that's part of our history is that but any that's ambient i understand um i I know i know where you're going with this and no i went and we're over okay but well i mean i didn't know if there was a way to um talk about it to paint a picture without uh spilling the tea as they say these days 
All I can say is the owner of the Coors distributorship was partially owner of the radio station. Okay. That didn't end very well. Got it. And as a result, we never had Coors products in our house perfect. after that. Perfect. With that said. That's, that's uh, perfect. But now, Miller and Coors are owned by the same people that guy doesn't live here anymore, so it's all very confusing. But what it takes us back to now, there's so much change in beer and what we have laid out and what you put on the, uh, the wallpaper for the, yeah, for the, the show cover photo. is beers that most people are going to be like, what have they got here? Because you don't see any Miller, Coors, Bud, Bud Light anything that's on the shelves at every grocery store. Uh, the one on the far right point, we actually uh, brought back from Wisconsin. Um, pretty cool. Down. Yeah, pretty cool little uh, Milwaukee brewer called The Point. Okay. Uh, then on the way back, you stop in Colorado, you have New Belgium. Okay. Uh, good Colorado, and 1554 is uh, a solid entry for them. New Belgium is uh, responsible for fat tire, right? Yes. Okay. And then you brought us over last week a very seasonal Sam Adams Jacko beer. What yes, is it? Sam Adams Jacko. Now it was part of you think of it like a Michael Jackson thing because that was his nickname. Right. But it was it was part of a um, like a seasonal Sam Adams box. Now the thing is, um, I found the box at Total Wine. Okay. And I'm not saying that as like a plug, but I'm just saying it as you know I, I saw two of these 12 packs and knowing you and your appreciation of not a lager or a uh, pilsner or whatever right basically a light clear beer um i thought okay you know what you're gonna enjoy this sure i would and then we have one other oktoberfest because it's a season for that you just brought over this is what i did it's it's the uh oktoberfest joseph's brow it's uh, trader joe's oktoberfest beer okay yeah i Fuck. saw it i was like oh i'm gonna buy this and we're gonna get after it so what i'm thinking is i want to Okay. All right. So there you go. From, from the wife. For clarity. Us. One more time yes. with that. I never said Milwaukee, but I did say Wisconsin. Okay. Here we go. All right. Point Beer is from... Stevens Point, which is just north of Milwaukee as you're heading up to Nowhereville in northern Wisconsin. <laughs> All right. Uh, All right. Now, what I was thinking was, let's open up the two Oktoberfests. Okay. And while you're hitting those On and the throw ends. them into the glasses. Yeah. yeah open those up. Too. Yeah. Okay. Last week, the dogs went nuts. This week, we got the cat going. All right. Uh, there's one. I will... Uh, do both? Yeah, let's do okay. those two samples side by side. All right. And then while you're opening those, man, you are solid with the caps. Terrible. We'll get those later. Tell me your favorite beer commercial. Favorite beer commercial. Um, or maybe campaign. Wow, that's um, favorite beer commercial campaign. Oh, boy. Um, how about we go with, and and that's that's a tough one because they were all, I mean, the, really the ones that I knew were Miller Lite commercials the most. Right. So uh, with the crowd, with all the guys finishing up with Madden coming through the in slate. Yeah. Yep. I mean, Miller Lite always had a killer campaign. So Miller Lite always yeah, was was good. And then uh, later in, in uh, as time was passing, you and I both became a uh, big fan of the don't fruit the beer commercials. Right. Yes, <laughs> very much so. Fruit and beer is not a good program. But the the Miller Lite ones now, I got a really funny connection to that. Uh, Later on, I love the way you're mishmashing this, so I have no idea what I'm going to be tasting. We're going to go with the Oktoberfest. Okay. That way you can see it. It'll be on your right, Oktoberfest. my left. Oktoberfest. And that would be the one from Stevens Point. Okay. Not Milwaukee. No. And uh, then the Trader Joe's one is on your left, my right. So I met this guy this past summer. He says, oh, yeah, I'm, I'm from Northern California, and my family's good friends with the Madden family. Awesome. And we'd go over to their house, and he would have 
cases of Miller Lite in his garage. Good Lord. And if you were kids going to have a party, you knew where there was the massive stash. Mm -hmm. But if they found out, well, you were like not allowed over at the house anymore Gonzo. because he knew underage drinking, not cool. Kids drinking, not cool. His family was very responsible about that. But yeah, always cases of Miller Lite at the, at the Madden household in Northern California. Anybody I who- that was a cool story. Anybody who was, um, uh, for lack of a better term, and this is not a term I like to use, partying with uh, Chris Payne in the early 90s knew that I was drinking Miller Lite. I was drinking one of three beers. It was always Miller Lite, Rolling Rock, or Heineken of all beers. You like the green bottles. I don't know what it was. Okay. I do know what it was. Well, two out of three were green, and the Miller Lite was always right. a brown bottle. Yeah. Cheers, by the way. Shut up. Right. This is the uh, this is the Stevens Point beer. Yes. Mm-hmm. Simply known as Point Brewing. Like I said, we brought it all the way across the country. Now, smooth. Very smooth. Good smooth. Wow, this is delicious. Um, it says out here, it's a. Um, is this pronounced Merten or Mer uh, Martin? I call it Martin. Okay. Uh, with umlauts over the A. Umla. This I remember you two years ago. We were going to uh, a sorority thing. Uh, up on the, the near the university, and we stopped. You you said, "Hey, come on down to craft beer," and you know we're we're headed right. up there. Come eat some chicken wings with us. I was like, "Okay, this is going to be awesome." Well, I go into craft, and you were like, "Hey, cruise into the thing and pick up, you know, go find a beer." So I just grabbed. I don't know. I just happened to grab a a, a beer that tasted like um, a cross between like nutmeg or pumpkin pie, or it was a Merzen Martin beer, or whatever. And I remember you and I drank it. You're like, this is amazing. Get another one. So I went and I grabbed another one. Okay. So Martin is a good seasonal beer that's a very anti-hoppy thing. Martin goes away from hoppy. So this is where I have problems with lots of the world. And that is there are so many IPAs out there. Mm -hmm. And so many are like, oh, isn't it great? It's so... And that bitter complex is really hard. And everybody has their own individual taste preferences absolutely and that one just i cannot get into because if i could it'd be so much easier to order a beer somewhere because ipas are everywhere but martin's are not dunkelweissen is like the excuse me that's here enough. we go yeah yeah that dunkelweiss is delicious too right and that's the closest neighbor or cousin when you look at the beer family chart that's like right next to it is Dunkel's are close to Martin's in the beer families. I had one of those uh, about this time last year, Oktoberfest took place at Greater Nevada Field. Right. And the, uh, the guys in charge of entertainment, they put on a two day thing and that was one of the beers offered. And oh man, I, I think I got after probably four different ones over there. So I have my uh, memory of beer, like early on, like when you're first legally allowed to drink, I remember going to places like The Wall up by the university and they do the 50 cent cup of beer and you're like, this is kind of awful. So what I'm going to do is walk around with this thing and I'm going to spill a little bit of it at a time so it looks like I'm drinking it, but I'm really not because this is just miserably tasting. But hey, it's cool to have the little red Solo cup or clear Solo, whatever it was that yeah. they give you for 50 and you're just tossing a little bit over on somebody's shoes as you walk through the crowd. And, yeah, by the time you get to the other end of the crowd, it's gone. You go get another 50. Hey, I got another one. This is great. Yeah. Then I got to a point. I'm like, okay, we got to find something else. And we went to a 49er Monday night football game for preseason. So it was on a little bit early. Okay. And after the game, we stopped at the Gordon Biersch restaurant in San Francisco. Me okay. and Buddy State. Okay. And they had 
at Gordon Biersch that they've never had in a bottle, a Dunkel. Wow. Yeah. And I'm like, oh my God. And then I drove home after that. Oh man. You can do those things when you're in your 20s. Okay. But had one or two or something of those at nine o'clock at night and then drove home afterwards. Oh boy. After going to a football game. And so was this like around 96 uh, or seven? seven? Okay. Yeah. 96, 97. Okay. Yeah. I don't know, when did Merton Hanks play for the 49ers? Oh, man, Merton Hanks with the chicken neck. <laughs> yeah. Oh, that's all I remember was Merton Hanks playing because they weren't very good. It was still at the stick, so is that, I mean, wasn't that far. But anyway. One of my but favorite I, football players, even Dunkles though were, not being a 49ers fan at all, Merton Hanks was definitely one of my oh, favorite yeah. football players to watch. <laughs> anyway, I remember uh, Merton Hanks there. Cheers now on this one. This is the Joseph's Oktoberfest. We'll see what this is yes. by way of comparison. And, and neither of us have had this one, so this is wonderful. Okay, funny. It's different flavors. I want to say I taste cinnamon. You get a little cinnamon. Um, it's it's smooth. It is smooth. It's actually nicely done. I would never be able to tell you, do you taste cinnamon? I asked the wife. She's good with flavors. Got cinnamon. Slightly. Do I like get a, some clove in there? I was going to say a little or clove. Clove. Thank you. They all taste the same. What do I know? What? All right. So, I said that a lot. <laughs> No, this is delicious. And the best part about bringing one of the one of these over here, I have five left at home. All right. Just throwing Sounds that like out a party there. by yourself. Yeah, I do. And it was cool because I also bought a 12-pack of beer today. I bought okay. a six, uh, two different six-packs, so I'm pretty psyched about that. There's another plane. All right. So what do you think is the biggest misconception people have about beers? Uh, you get bloated. Oh. But, okay. They're Am very bubbly, so I can see why you'd say that. Am I off? You get bloated. I was going to say that dark beers are bitter. Uh, uh, okay, on the on the heels of that, um, not like just Guinness. dark, not just dark right. beers are get, uh, bitter, but yeah, you took the words right out of my mouth. So Guinness, for the longest time, I always thought Guinness was one of these like oh, I don't oh. want to drink a chocolate shake for yeah. for a beer, and then I finally had one. I was like, whoa. And then I found I was doing some research and looking things up, and I found out that actually a Guinness has less calories than a Corona. And less alcohol level. Yeah. Yeah, it's in the high fours. It's a very low alcohol level. That's why they just pound them over in Ireland. So one of these days, because uh, my friends Nick and Megan, who recently had a baby, they live in Buffalo. They have been to Ireland a couple of times. My friend Gabby and, and her husband as well have been to Ireland. And right. all have been to the Guinness, um, what do they call that? The brewery? Distillery? No, not distillery. The gate is what it's called. Okay, so... In um, downtown Dublin, I've been there. Have okay. you, you've been there? I haven't been through the tour, I've been to the gate. Okay, <laughs> like kind of the way you and I were on the Mexican border in San Diego? Pretty much, yeah. Okay. Just you smile and wave. You wave. I was there at 6 a.m. on a Saturday morning, not a pretty sight in downtown Dublin, That's waiting a, for a plane. 6 a.m. on a Saturday morning and, and uh, <sighs> waiting for a beer. It sounds like a uh, Raiders fan tradition. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. <laughs> so the... Uh, um, it's an interesting thing when you have Guinness in Ireland. One of the things that you do is you look for the whitest head. Here we go again. Excuse me. Uh, that's going to be all part of the beer show, I think. Absolutely. Uh, the whitest head poured with a Guinness, you are told, is the cleanest lines and the purest pour. Okay. So it became a thing to go from bar to bar. And we were actually in the west of Ireland in a couple of trips that I was in working. Uh, and we actually filmed a, how to pour a Guinness, mm -hmm. which is a very specific thing. And it really has to do with the whole Excuse nitro me. thing. 
did it did it also involve using the spoon upside down? Have you ever seen that? It looks like a massive soup spoon. You turn it upside yeah. down to kind of like diffuse. No. Oh. No. I. No. Are you I familiar with no that? No idea what you're talking about. The only time I know of spoons and alcohol is uh, um, absinthe. So I'm not really sure what you're talking about. Wow. Spoons and. But uh, you pour it a certain way with a little bit of a tilt to begin, mm -hmm. then you straighten out the glass, you let the, the whole thing fill up, and then you let that, nit uh, that nitro raise to the top, yes. and then it's ready to drink. And you want that head to be as white as snow. That's ideal. If it's dark, that means their lines haven't been cleaned properly and you're not going to get a pure pour. And that was one of those things that we learned in Ireland about Guinness. It was okay. very cool. I like that. I I like that. Um, I like that a lot, actually. When, uh, when, when did this line, or sorry, when did this trip take place? Uh, last time I was there, we were there first time in eleven. Then we we're back there in thirteen. Okay. Um, so, yeah. What a lot of people do, and uh, some people really don't know um, that you have traveled a good part of this world as a part of um, being a, a TV producer. Right. For you, you produced a fishing show for a long time. Right. And having traveled to different parts of the world, did you get to try different beers in these places? Oh, yeah. Uh, when we're in Finland, we had a lot of Estonian beer because Finland really doesn't have much of their own thing. They borrow it from other places. Okay. So when you go to the store, you take pictures and you're like, oh, that's not from here. That's not from here. So I, wherever I'd go, I would try and take pictures. When we go down to Argentina, take care, I'd take pictures of the beers there and the one constant is they're all very light minus Ireland. Hmm. Every, Ireland has dark beer. Everybody else their beer looks like Budweiser or Coors or something very light lager as far as a, a general beer. Colombia the same kind of thing unless you get a thing. Now we're just in uh, Belize. Belize. Thank you. Had to look. Uh, and Belize is fascinating because there is only one brand of beer in the entire country of Belize. Good Lord. It's called Billiken, and it's owned by an American guy. Okay. And he is known, like, if you go to try and open, like, a little craft brewery somewhere, mm -hmm. he'll come in and he'll smash all your bottles and glasses so that you have nothing to pour your beer into. It goes bad, and that's that. Sports reference and not trying to be obtuse or anything. You say it's called Billiken is the guy from St. Louis because St. Louis is also known for having a lot of different beers. Oh, Billiken. Oh, the uh, St. Louis yeah. Billikens. Yeah, no, completely different. Okay, I, yeah. I didn't know. Yeah, no, it's spelled differently and all that. Billiken. Okay. So uh, anyway, around the country, wherever you went, whatever bar, they would have basically three different beers. Okay. The light, the not quite as light, and the amber. Billiken. Yeah, Billiken beers. <laughs> and we saw somewhere that they had a stout that was like special for the holidays and that was it. And it wasn't around anymore because we were there in, uh, in winter. But uh, yeah, one beer in the entire country. It's a really weird Good times. program. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And in Colombia, they all of their beer is very pale for the most part every so often you'll find an amber and all that sort of stuff but it's funny that countries have a beer uh that's their thing that's their their go-to and yeah we did a lot of beers in a lot of different places argentina and colombia colombia so did they have in in colombia did they have um coffee infused Aguila. beers at all no 
That's funny. Neither the two worlds shall meet. That is not a thing. Okay. Uh, so is that a mer more of an Americanized very thing? Very much thing. Okay. Uh, no, anguila is the uh, beer of Colombia, meaning eagle. Oh. And it is miserable. They have that in poker. One more time. Poker. Okay. <laughs> yes. Both of them. Horrible. But you can get a six pack for about three American dollars. Yeah, Solid. It's, it's cheaper than water <laughs> is what really ends up. I'm serious. So you can get bottles of water and that costs you like $2 a bottle for the same. Yeah. Than getting beer. No, that's like going to, uh, there's another place in town, Lee's Discount Liquor, and they have like a 12 rack of, um, I think it's either Hems or Olympia for like six bucks. <laughs> oh, yeah. So, so I'm, 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 I'm into that. So it's interesting that, especially out west, uh, we do darker beers. Mm -hmm. um, and then there's Ireland. And outside of that, I'm, I mean, even you go up to Alaska, they have Alaskan amber and stuff like that. But for the most part, it, it's around the world that I have seen. It's very light colored Pilsner style beers. When was the last time you traveled to the Pacific Northwest, be it Portland, Seattle or Portland or Seattle? Yeah, we're in Seattle. What was that about five years ago? Okay. What airline did you fly? The one that flew us there. I don't remember. Do you, was it Alaska? Was it uh, Southwest? Probably you... Alaskan because that at the time got you directly to Seattle. I ask because Alaska Airlines oh. offers Alaska beer. Yes. yes. There you go. Here's a complimentary beer. And they bring out the, they <laughs> bring out the, the, the big boys, the 22 ounces. Yes. Yes, we've done that. It's uh, And it's free beer and wine too, which is great because oh. like it's, you know, would you like free beer or free wine? Yes, right. please. So the, the <laughs> coolest beer service I think I've ever gotten is you're in Manhattan at McSorley's. And if anybody knows Manhattan, you know McSorley's. It is the longest running uh, bar in all of Manhattan, okay. right? And you go in and you order beer and they say, all right, what would you like? And you go, I'll take a dark. They have light and dark and that's okay. it. <laughs> I have no idea what the brand are. Or it's just light or dark. So they bring you a dark and your one beer that you have ordered comes mm. in two sort of mid uh, height mugs. Okay. And you get crackers and cheese with that. And the crackers, they literally bring you a sleeve of saltines okay. and cheese that's kind of like Kraft Singles, but it's like light colored, like provolone Kraft Singles. And so you have crackers and cheese with huh. your dark beer okay. at McSorley's. Or light and, beer. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Or the light one, right. Right. And for anybody that's a, that's a, weird fan of Matt Damon movies, uh, the movie Rounders, that bar was featured in Rounders oh, when okay. he's talking with his girlfriend. Okay. I remember Nick that. Thank Sorley's. you. Yeah, good, yeah. good, great pop culture. Who did that? Pop cup that too. Pop culture reference. Yes. That is right. a pop culture reference indeed. Um, do you want to uh, get into another yeah. of these? So pop another one. Right. Okay. So we'll do this New Belgium uh, 1554. Okay. That's what we're looking at here. All right. So as you, as you, uh, yes, put this together, tell me if I said to you, all right, last day, you know, the end, what beer do I buy you? The answer is, wow. What beer do you buy me? Yeah. Like this is your last day. This is the last sixer. This oh, is the man. last pint, whatever it might be. It's uh, I'm, I'm going What's with the go-to I'm going with old style, old style beer from Chicago, Illinois. Yep. Really? Yeah. Okay. A lot of my friends, in fact, my friend Tommy in Chicago, who has recently 
um, started listening to this podcast. Hey, Tom. And right. Tommy was Tommy was poking fun at me, but he means it all in, in the right way. When I was out in Chicago for his wedding a couple of years ago. Yeah, plane number three for the podcast. What's that? Plane number three for the podcast. Yes. All right. So I was out in Chicago for his wedding, and there's a liquor store that's down the street. You know, because they have liquor stores in Chicago. We, yeah. I mean, we have a couple liquor stores here, but we don't think to do that. Right. We go to the grocery store. We go to 7-Eleven. Right. We don't go to the liquor store. No. And, and that has lots to do with the laws that have come and gone. Absolutely. Right? So, all right. So we, we walk into the liquor store. I'll never forget this moment because Tommy's like, oh, we could get this or we could get that. And I just see six packs of 16 ounce old style. I go, oh, old style, 16 ounce cans. Are you kidding me? And he just looks, he goes, are you, are you serious right now? I'm like, are you not? And so one of his groomsmen was like, I like this guy. And he points at me. <laughs> so we bought a case oh. and we went through, I think we went through the case that night. Oh, old style. Without fear. And so like the whole time, like even his, his, his fiance at the time before she became his wife, she was like, wow, you really love that old style, don't you? I go, we don't have it in Reno. <laughs> no. I said, we have basically. See, that's kind of, that's kind of the thing about it is it brings cool memories. Yeah. And that's, that's all part of. I mean, whether it's a beer, whether it's a mixed drink, whether it's a cup of coffee, that ambience, that history that goes along with it makes it that much better. Absolutely. Um, before I open this um, Jack O, beer. Samuel Adams Jack O pumpkin ale, <laughs> what's, what's your last beer? I think it's, uh, for those of you that are oh not God. here, wow, <laughs> everything went bad Caught there. Caught it the last second. Uh, for anybody that's not from here, there is a local brewer uh, called Pigeonhead, and they make a thing called a black lager. Ooh. And black lagers are different than a lager for just primarily the maltiness and the uh, how they have uh, gone through the whole filtration process, right? That's my go-to probably if you were to ask. You say the maltiness, and my first thing is to think of, and the, of course, this is how my mind works. It goes off the rails for a second and thinks, how is a local brewer not done a malty beer and called it the Malty Falcon <laughs> and had a, had a photograph of Humphrey Bogart on, on the on like on the bottle? Other than getting his permission or there's that. But have somebody sure. dress up like Humphrey from from uh, uh, Casablanca. Right. Or Maltese Falcon, even for that matter. Actually, you could just put a bird on. That's the, fine too. Yeah, a stone bird statue, and probably wouldn't get as much trouble. But yeah, the Balti Falcon. Funkin, that's pretty good. And then just about any beer that's done on nitro seems to just get me. I don't know what it is, until like new place that we went to not far from your house, uh, and we're not going to throw their name because this poor woman did not understand how to pour a nitro infused beer. Okay. And she just kept thinking, oh, dear God, it's all this head, and I have to stop it and start it and stop it and start it. So when it was oh, given man. to me, all of the nitro wasn't there, and okay. the whole thing was kind of a flat mess because she didn't know what she was doing. That uh, was disappointing. Is it the tap place uh, uh, near the roundabout? Yes. Okay. We'll just go with that. Yes. All right. Yeah. She just didn't know. No, because... It, it's not divine knowledge. People, all right, so this is the 54. Cheers. Yeah, 1554. Here we go. Take a whiff. Mm. 
It's a, um, ooh, it's got a nice flavor. It's got a lot of flavor. That's interesting. Yeah. It's been a while since I've had this. It had a different label the last time I had this. That's how long I've had it. Is there chocolate in there? Sure. Yeah, chocolate sounds like it's a possibility. What do they, th what do they tell us we should be tasting? That's always no a good idea. I just, I try to map out the different flavors. So, I mean, I get- Oh, here we go. A surprising blight, bright taste and a dry chocolatey finish. Ha ha! Good for you. By the way, some of this whole mm. beer tasting stuff, um, I credit you mm. because um, yeah, there was a, uh, a long period of time in my life when I only drank certain beers, clearly, right. as I stated earlier. Right. Um, and, and even then, like, there was also a period in my life when I didn't, like, really drink beer or booze or anything. And when I started to, to, to get back into alcohol and all that, I wasn't drinking beers. Okay. So in the last, the better part of the last 10 years or so, um, Guinness has obviously been prevalent in my life. I just, you don't see it, but it's, it, right. it, I do have it at home. Um, I've drank uh, a, a number of different, um, like uh, what is a black and tan, uh, what's sure. the tan beer? Uh, Smittix. Okay, so I've had Smittix. Um, Ron, before, did you know that Keel shut down? Yeah, yeah, we saw that. Uh, I didn't, I was so bummed. I just found out a couple of weeks ago. Yeah, yeah, kind of crazy. That sucks. I think it's just all part of bars opening, closing, opening, closing. And after a while, they're like, we can't do this. And they didn't have any sort of outdoor space, right? Uh, they had, oh. a, I mean, there was a patio in the back. They okay. could have extended like seating into the, in the parking spaces back there. They could have done all of that. Yeah. If they, I mean, if they wanted to, and, and then they could have had food brought over from what was at the time Finn and Filet. And now it's Mexcal. Um, but yeah, and, and even had sandwiches brought over for that matter. I don't know if the hours would have or been just the same. food trucks, whatever. Yeah. But yeah, for those of you that are listening from outside, that was an Irish bar right in the middle of the city, right on Virginia Street. And it was kind of other than we have one or two like little lesser, but that was like the nice upscale Irish bar, wouldn't you say? <laughs> Versus some of the other saloons that are maybe not quite as uh, cleaned. Uh, 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 look, if you're, if, if you're inferring, don't drop names, don't drop names. If you're inferring one of my favorite eateries in town being, uh, not clean, I can guarantee you right now that it might have a, a weird, I didn't know they had food. Oh man. Do they have food? No, not, no, 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 not up, uh, not up Wells. I'm talking further South. Further There's South no, on Wells? Yeah. By down, the coffee place? Yeah. By the other roundabout. I don't know. I've never set foot in there. Yeah. I haven't in a long time. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds like we need to do some uh, oh, yeah. some bar hopping. We're going to take the show out on the road before we do the next oh, man. beer episode. Ooh, All right. Ooh. So the 1554 is a chocolatey thing. So a little different. So this could be kind of a uh, a mess with the follow-up of a pumpkin finish. Um, possibly. So before we do that, yeah. I, have a, uh, I have a thing here that I'd like to get to, which is what was the very first beer? that you ever tried and at what age? Well, I told you the story about when um, I was 15 in our first episode going to going out and mm. Trent from mm -hmm. uh, yes. uh, Silver Peak introduced me to what became Peavine Porter. Yes. Uh, so 
That is probably the very first beer I remember getting incredibly inebriated on. 15. Uh, yeah, at about age 15, Did sure. Did we address the big swig in that conversation too? The big swig? Yeah, the mug that I had when you asked me. Oh, yeah, yeah. The, okay, it was a birthday party, yeah. right? Kathy, Eric, and me? Yeah. Okay. Um, but like I said, I remember my dad handing me his bottle of Miller as a little kid and finishing or taking a swig of that going, oh. And I think that was kind of intentional. Like, here's a beer, it's going to be awful. Why don't you taste it? So that when I was 15, I wouldn't go to a party and say, hey, let's have a beer because I know what that tastes like and it's not good. My great grandmother, great grandmother Pilar Monroe. God oh. rest her soul. Wow. And she was a saint. She used to drink Tall Boys, 24 ounce cans of Schlitz. Oh. Oh, she she got after it. Wow. And this is when it was This when is it, where your hairy chest came from. How did you know? Okay. So she used to she used to drink the tall boys because it was Schlitz was a malt liquor at the time. Yeah, right. I don't think it is anymore. I think they changed it just to standard beer because the last time I had a Schlitz it was in a bottle and it wasn't a malt liquor. Uh, yeah. But she used to drink the Schlitz and every now and how about the King Cobra malt liquor? Hold on. That was a whole other thing. Yeah. Uh, we'll we'll okay. get into we'll we'll get right. into that in a minute. So so she we she used to come up and visit us here in Reno from, right. from Pasadena. And my mother would be cooking in the kitchen when she was cooking. Granny Pilar. Christopher. She had real thick accent. Christopher. And would kind of like give me a head nod and kind of like with like waver can at me and well, that's I, telling you it's empty no oh. she would say would you like some oh so one time i remember <laughs> granny grandma pilar feeding me some of the beer and my mother was like granny what are you doing because that's your mom's grandma oh man yeah oh wow so she's wow. my great great grandma pilar that's awesome yeah all right are you old enough to have pull can uh oh jewelry? yeah Absolutely. See, I that missed me by a little bit. Like I remember the older kids, like the big kids. Yes. With the pull can jewelry, whether it was bracelets or mm -hmm. necklaces or something. I remember those and I remember Coors with the funky push down yep. uh, thing that now if you stop and think about how come more people didn't cut their thumbs open doing that? Yes. Uh, and they had sort of a weird thing. And then you have like really old people that come out, we remember using a can opener for Absolutely. our Absolutely. Are you kidding me? No, that's just okay. no. So then you, you reference all these great opening or great uh, different beers and, and how they open it. Oh man, I just had a train of thought. Um, yeah, <laughs> no, no. Cause have it, more beer. It was, What's I would next? love to. All right. Okay. What Let's do we got? This is Maybe now, your train of thought will come around with the fourth Hopefully beer. this is the Samuel Adams Jacko, the pumpkin ale. Oh, it is very pumpkin-y. Mm -hmm. All right. Mm-hmm. And this, by the way, would make us basic bitches for drinking something pumpkin. Oh, yeah. This has got a lot of fruit going. Oh, it's man. It's not... Um, oh. Wow. Okay. I'm glad that's last. Yeah. That's I mean, kind of harsh. All right. So that brings me to the question of... Yeah. You've got a very good attitude about these things. I'm a little bit more of a snob when it comes to the beer thing. Okay. Um, you say somebody hands you cold beer... And you're like, hey, cold beer, I'll drink it. Okay. What will you stay away from, though? I don't. I, I can't. Um, Good for you. <laughs> no, because, okay, so uh, I used to be a real real big snob about beer, like you. Yes. And, it, it, and, and to the point where I wouldn't drink certain beers. 
I didn't want to drink what was referred to as water. So someone yeah. one time, they said, hey, do you want a beer? I go, it's not Coors Light, is it? They go, it's cold, it's delicious, you're not paying for it, it's gonna be the best beer you've ever had. Okay, wow. Well, since you put it that way, I'd love a beer. Good for you. Thinking whatever, they come back with a Coors Light. Yeah. And they handed it to me and I started drinking, mean, it was, but it was like ice, ice cold. Baby. And I started drinking it, I was like, actually, you know, this is actually, not half bad, this is pretty good. They, they said, right, it's cold, it's delicious, you didn't pay for it, it's the best beer you've ever had. I went, well, okay. It's like someone went into my head with an eraser and wiped that whiteboard clean. Or sold you a bill of goods. Whatever. Right. So next thing you know, <laughs> oh, I'm at a Primus show with, with one of my good friends and he goes, hey, you want a beer? I go, that would be awesome, please, thank you. I'm in a conversation with somebody else. Next thing you know, I get the old tap on the hand and I was like, oh, okay. So I get the beer and what do I do? I start drinking the beer for a second and I like a twinge. And the person that I'm looking at looks at me and goes, you okay? I was like, I'm great. And the back of my mind is like, I hate Lagunitas. Because <laughs> oh. <laughs> it was an IPA and I was like, oh. Yeah. But I mean, I've since warmed up to Lagunitas. In fact, I had three last night. IPAs, to be honest. Wow. Someone asked me again. They said, hey, would you like a beer? I go, that'd be great. They go, what do you have? And I go, bring whatever. I'll drink it. And they just gave me a look like, wow. You're like the only guy in the room that'll do that. Okay. I mean, because I even did that over the uh, summer last year. Was it this year? No, this year. Over the summer this year. No. When the, there was a graduation party for your son. Mm -hmm. Was it last year? Yeah. And there was two years ago, holy crap. So there was a, a cooler of beer that you guys had, and I forget the, the company that, um, that made them, but there were some IPAs in there. And I knew for, for a fact that nobody in, within your circle was going to drink those. <clears throat> Excuse me, was going to drink those. So I took it upon myself to drink the IPAs. And again, my friend Tommy in Chicago listening is should be very proud of me for this because okay. for the longest time I did not drink IPA beer. So wrap all of this up real quick. And when it came down to the Lagunitas thing, I was like, no, again, it happened. Someone's like, hey, you want a beer? I go, that'd be great. They come back with the Sierra Nevada. I was like, oh. I've jinxed myself, but you know what? <laughs> it's all good. It's free. I'll it's drink cold. it. It's cold. It's delicious. Mm -hmm. I didn't pay for it. Best beer I've ever had. Very good. How about you? I'm IPA. I can't do it. Okay. I, we got invited to the thing at one of my favorite brew places in town, mm -hmm. and they gave us a couple of tickets to try out their new IBA, and I got about, what, halfway through the first one, and I went, slipped you the ticket for the second oh. one. And yeah. you're like, oh, thanks. And I'm like, you're welcome, because <laughs> my feeling is, I simply don't want to put something into my body I'm not going to enjoy. Fair enough. And that's the same place in town that serves a beer um, based around a Star Wars character that yeah. you and I absolutely love. Absolutely. Not oh, just the character, they, but the beer. And when they, they throw the Wookiee onto uh, Nitro, Whew. oh man. Have you had it? Yes. In? The Wookiee on Nitro? Do I need it? Oh man. Okay. That's fantastic. I need it in my and life. And they did the blonde Wookiee on Nitro. That was crazy too. And they said they'll never do it again because it was so hard to make. That stinks. But it was I mean, really, really, it, really, really good. But that's the way that goes. Okay. So I just, I can't do the, no matter what, it's kind of the same thing. Like somebody says, here's a key lime pie. It's fresh. You'll enjoy it. Mm -hmm. 
I don't like the all the gooey stuff on the top of the key. Some people love that, and that's great. I just not my thing. Just because it's free food, I guess I'm just never that hungry that I need something that I really don't like. Oh man, to go into my body. So like key, uh, not key lime, um, like a Boston cream pie. Yeah, same thing. A hard pass. I, yeah, I can't do any of the lemon meringue thing. I can't do nope. the whole bang on the top. No, it's just. I don't know what I'm eating. I don't no. like it. So yeah, anything like that, I'm I'm not good with. What is um What is one of your favorite foods to pair with one of your favorite beers? What Hot is a dogs. Good, good combination? Like brats. Okay. Uh, like a like a good solid brat in in a bun. Like, paired with. Uh, like, like which beer? Oh, most of these were pretty good. Okay, most yeah, at uh, this point, I, the the pumpkin thing. I'm not really sure that I would drink the pumpkin beer like. If I'm out in a party and there's a whole bunch of people that know who I am, I don't think I could tilt back the pumpkin thing without being heckled and knowing that they may not be heckling me to my face, but they will be in my background. Uh -oh. So it would have good. What? We're running out of time. Oh man. All right. Yeah, well, then if our... we're running out of time, um, we should say thank you for listening. Yes. Has it already been almost an hour? It has. Holy crap. That's what happens when you add four beers to a podcast. All right. <laughs> All right then. To everyone, mm -hmm. thank you very much. And we'll see you maybe next week. Can I just put my hand in cold beer? Awesome.